Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode 16 of the Run Culture Podcast. This episode, I interview Ashley Raymond Bennett. He's a very experienced campaigner over the trail runs. He's done it for the last six or seven years. And what I found interesting was just the elevation that he runs on some of these trails. So he's almost out there every weekend doing some kind of event. Last year, he did the Sky Running Mountain Running Championships, uh, the World Championships. He represented Australia. And just hearing about some of the the percent of gradient that he runs up, so 50, 50% gradient, 30% gradient. There was one run that he described where he, he covered 1,000 metres of elevation in just 8Ks of running, and he was racing against mountain bike uh, or cyclists um, in the same event. So hang in there. That's towards the end of the episode. Um, Ash is great at telling a story, and I was deeply engrossed listening. It's 90 minutes of um, chat. I hope you find it useful, and I hope you listen in. Uh, it's great for a long run. I learned a lot from Ash, so I'm, I'm very um, thankful for his time. And then I also detail my training this week, so the third week uh, towards the Two Bays Trail Run in my little mini-series that I'm trying to create. Next week, I hope to interview Rowan Day, the race organiser of the Two Bays Trail Run, and I'll also document my fourth week of training. All right, I hope you find it useful. Here it is. Hi, guys. It's Dane here again. It's third week of Two Bays Trail preparation. It's a Thursday now, so I just want to go through my last week since last Friday when I chatted to you. Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, I'm definitely over that gastro that I had last week. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, before work, I had work at eight o'clock on Saturday, just, just a half day. So eight till one, just at Parkdale, Southern Suburbs, Physio. So a bit of a plug. Uh, in the morning, I just ran 4.52s at 6.50 in the morning along this nice little trail in, in Edafale, just a a nice um, 7Ks there. Felt pretty good. So definitely the day before where I covered 25Ks at 345s just really helps me get into a nice uh, easy rhythm. So suddenly I, I find that I'm going a lot quicker than I feel like I'm going. So yeah, it really just gets my um, neuromuscular system sort of in that rhythm, in that cadence, in that gear. Uh, so I find my easy runs pick up a bit. Then had work, got through work, pretty busy day there. Saw eight or nine patients, I can't remember. Um, did some good physio. And then I was out of there by about 1.30. And I um, tried to get um, my Arvo run done straight away after that. And I went to Patterson River and did 60 minutes in the end. Felt really good. And 
did it at 438s and yeah definitely over the gastro because like that pace um just came real easy and like i said i was just in a bit of a rhythm on saturday got that session done and then i was actually um off uh with jess and we went to um a good friend Gemma maney's uh 33rd birthday um at god's kitchen in mornington so just caught up with um her and her partner matt matt davy mattress um and yeah just had some pizzas sunday i was back out to cape shank and i went pretty early so i got there at about 6 40 and uh i left um on the other side of arthur's seat so headed out towards cape shank lighthouse and just wanted to get an idea of how the trails actually link up so i made my way down to the bottom of arthur's seat and just worked out how the trails actually go through the suburbia and through the streets there because it's actually a little bit confusing. So I, I took a few long, wrong turns, but I was prepared to go pretty slow and just nut it out. And I just followed the little orange orange um, arrows that are scattered um, at most intersections. And that seemed to, that helped a lot. I had my phone with me and uh, believe it or not, I actually had a bandage just around my neck just as a snake bandage just in case. I had two Hydrolyte um, icy poles just melted um, as drinks on the way and I'd, I'd hydrated before it. Um, so I, I drank a fair bit um, on Saturday and uh, had a, a fair half my bottle uh, before I ran. Uh, I set off and uh, was going pretty slow, like sort of six minute, five minute, 5.30 K pace and wound my way through to... Uh, Hislops Road, ran up that and actually got onto Green's Bush and started to know where I was. So then I didn't have to use my phone anymore. Luckily, there is a good, fairly good reception actually for that early part of the trail. And I was able to use the phone just to check um, whether I was going the right way or not because I had, um, I had the, I was on the Two Bays website, the Two Bays Trail website, and I was able to go off that. So Got into the Greens Bush and um, started to find a bit of a rhythm. And uh, yeah, Achilles were a little bit stiff and sore on the sand and the hills. Um, and they didn't really warm up that much throughout the run, but they were okay at that pace. Um, and then I had teed up to meet um, Joel McGill and, and Jess Dunsmore, a couple of um, boys that I coach. Um, so they were setting off at eight o'clock. Uh, from the other end, so from the lighthouse end. And I messaged them during the run saying, look, I'm not going to make it in time. So they set off at 8 o'clock and we met um, about 4Ks from the lighthouse. Um, so I think it was actually, I think it was about 4 or 5Ks. It was it was just past um, Bonio Road crossing. So then they turned around, went with me because I was pretty keen to do these steps at the 50K mark that everyone kept Kept, has kept um, reminding me about, so Ash Watson and Dion Finocchiario. So went up those steps at about 20Ks into the run, and, yeah, they were hard, um, but there wasn't heaps of them, and it, and it was only about a minute or two minutes of work. So, I mean, I'll probably be talking a bit differently during the race, but it was good to get an idea of what they look like, how they are, and just know that, okay, you're going to have to slow down a bit, you're going to have to really lift your knees, and... Um, yeah, it's just going to be an effort, but once you get through it and after you know, a good sort of minute, two minutes of recovery, then you're able to get going again. Uh, the trail was pretty windy and, and up and down and sandy sort of around that section, so it was good to get a good feel of it. 
we actually passed uh, uh, Rowan Day and um, the rest of the crew, um, so the race organisers, and they had about 100 other runners uh, with them doing a bit of a course recon as well. So it was cool, like uh, crossing them, going the other way, and everyone was so nice, and everyone had all the, the trail stuff on. So I've definitely got to get get that camel pack going. I was planning to do it, but just ran it a bit short on time. Um, so I need to, need to get that off mum and practice with that, or I might just actually buy, buy a cheap one online. So I'll have that, um, in the, the coming weeks just to practice with. Uh, anyway, we got to the lighthouse and then turned around at about, it would have been 21k. So I, it, w- it was about 20k really, but I, I did about a k's worth of wrong turns and things. Turned back and it was quite windy. Um, and then we went back and, started the long way home and and that was that was that was um quite good for me because because we're going so slow compared to road running uh, I couldn't believe how long I'd already run for so I'd already run for about an hour 45 or so um by that point and you know I was only halfway so it was going to be a long day at the office so I'd set myself for about three hours 30 of running and and that's ended up how long it was um but yeah this 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 run was the longest run I've ever done in terms of time on feet, um, and it's only just short of the the longest distance that I've ever run as well. So, but I managed real well. Like I, I um I think because of the slower pace and the softer ground, um yeah I pulled up really well from it, and I actually felt really strong out there as well. If it wasn't for the stiff Achilles, I I would have started to get going a little bit quicker. Uh, so just sort of um trundled my way home and uh after 90 minutes um Jess and uh Joel were done so I I left them at a, at about the Bonio Road crossing again um and yeah it's so good just that trail seeing all the kangaroos and and just feeling you know amongst the amongst the the bush and and nature at that early time in the morning uh and yeah, finished a run at at about forty point six eight k's. It was at five fifteens per k, and ha- having completed seven hundred eighty six meters of of climbing, so I did all of the trail except for the sixteen k's um, that goes up and over Arthur Seat and back. So that's going to be my plan for this weekend's long run to do that part um, amongst um, some other flatter parts as well, just to get a feel of where the course goes so I know how long the hills are and just have an idea of it before I do it. <clears throat> so then it was straight off after that to Jess's sister Gabby's gender reveal um, for her baby. So she's 20 weeks pregnant, her and her partner, or, um, her husband uh, Nathan um, are actually expecting a boy. So so they had the, the um, flare go off and it went blue. So we were off um, in Doreen for the rest of the day and um, that was awesome. I just ate, 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 ate and had a good time. We chatted to a lot of good family and, and friends um, Sunday night and I replenished and made sure I hyd- hydrated a lot this time and, and just took it took it pretty cruisy. No, there was no gardening this Sunday. <laughs> Monday came and I um, went to work early in the morning and then by mid... By um by two three o'clock I was done with work, got a massage um, just locally near work, and then I did my run um, around Patterson River at just four forty eight for seventy minutes. So covered fourteen and a half k, 
and felt felt pretty good, but it was just really windy from memory, um, and it had to really slow down into the wind. So how bad is this weather that we're having? Uh, it's definitely not summer. Um, yeah, so that was what was that the first? That was the first first or second of December, and it was yeah, it certainly didn't feel like summer. I then got home and had a chat to Ash um, this week's interview and yeah, as you heard, it was a great interview. He knows how to tell a story or two and I was, I was just enthralled listening so I hope um, you guys can use that for one of your next long runs and, and just listen in and, and learn a lot about trail, trail running because I certainly did. Then Tuesday came and I was up early in the morning and I did gym with the boys I coach and got them through the gym. Then we headed to Ballon Park and uh, did a 20-minute warm-up, 20-minute warm-down. And the the set today uh, for Tuesday was just 100 metres on, 100 metres off for 5K. So it was pretty windy again and I ended up averaging 322s for the 5K and ran a 16.46 5K fartlek. I was really happy with that effort. I felt it pretty lethargic after the 40k just two days later but it was just good to get that effort in I the plan to do to do this session was because I had a really big Friday and Sunday where I did the 25k uh, tempo run on Friday and then I did the 40k trail run on Sunday the plan was to just have um, some medium kind of easy sessions this week and then um and then re- reboot a little bit, recharge, especially after a couple of 150k weeks, um, and and then also the, those longer time on feet runs, and especially after the last week getting the gastro. Uh, so yeah, did that session, but then felt really tired later that afternoon for my double run. So I did 8k with Remy the dog, um, and he he loved the run because he was um, pretty lazy all day. And uh, while I was working um, and just sort of ran 504s, but normally in the afternoon after a session, I, I just roll roll like 430s, 440s, feeling real comfy. Um, but I reckon I've, I chose well with just doing that 5K session rather than anything bigger or more su- substantial because I'd put it down to the 40K um, Sunday, 25K Friday um, tempo and also, I reckon I was a little. I started to get a little bit um, sick. Um, just a, a little bit of a cold. Um, Jess had been sick lately, and I reckon I just got a small dose of it um, and started to get a small dose of it. Um, but no, nothing super bad. Just enough to feel like it knocked me around a little bit. So just got to be careful. Make sure I'm not um, pushing the envelope and burning the candle at both ends at the moment, and just just do some medium kind of sessions this week and then I'll, I'll have a bigger next week, next week. Then on Wednesday, uh, it was 17Ks uh, for 90 minutes, really, really slow. So I felt super tired, definitely had a little bit of a cold but nothing major and just rolled around at 522s on the flat um, around Langy Flora and Fauna Reserve. So there's a few undulations and trails. It's beautiful in there. I love it in there. There's certainly, it's certainly, um, there's parts of it that are similar to two bays. Um, but I, I mean, originally I, for this run, I had planned to go up to Arthur's seat and just do some of the hill, um, and practice that just as part of my run. Uh, but I certainly wasn't in the shape when I woke up to do that. So just chose to stay on the flat, go real easy, turn the legs over, just get it done and, 
and um, not not um, overexert myself, so recover, so that I'm I'm good for later on in the week. Uh, then went to work. One of my big, busiest days, Wednesday, had four Pilates classes and uh, eight or nine patients again. And then it got us to Thursday, so today. And um, this morning, woke up early, did a bit of gym with the with the guys, the Run Culture Owls, and then took them to the Mornington Abstract. So we um, haven't used this much. It's, it's a brand new Abstract. Its grand opening was two weeks ago on the weekend. And it is bouncy, it's great, but it's really open and exposed. So it was quite windy there this morning. We did a 20-minute warm-up and then I had Jess and Lockie do a bit of a lactic set because they've got um, the Myers Club 1500 next Tuesday. So they had a pretty specific session for that. Um, They ended up rolling uh, um, two sets of 800 and then three 300s off long recovery. So just really hard. And um, they they were awesome to watch. Uh, Meanwhile... Joel and I, we did five by one K in the wind uh, off a two minute recovery. And I just wanted him to roll about three tens. And that suited me just fine being a bit under the weather recently, just with the cold. So did 311, 308, 308, 305, 302, and felt really strong doing that and comfy. Um, I sort of led each rep and took all the wind and I, it gave me confidence because I've actually um, started to think, okay, let's have another crack at Mattress's park run record um, this week at Hastings. So going to have another tilt at that 15.45 and the pace that I did the K reps today was sort of uh, on, on track for for that pace. So I'm going to do an easy run uh, tonight, just 8K, easy Friday, 60 minutes. And then actually um, I'm rigging it a little bit. I've actually um, teed uh, Lockie, NO and and Jess Dunsmore up for some pacing duties for 3K. So they do a 3K tempo, and then they might just do a few 200s as their last sort of session before the 1500 on Tuesday next week. Um, And I'm going to get some paces till 3K just to block out that nasty wind that you get um, at at Hastings Park Run and just set me up and so I can relax early and then try to drive at home and and, um, guts it out and hopefully pit mattress. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, I know he listen lis- been listening to this. So um, yeah, ho- um, hopefully I get it. But um, uh, like I'm, I'm not like it's funny because I don't feel like in recent weeks like I, I feel good over the long stuff. But certainly over five k, um, I don't know. I'm a bit dubious. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I reckon if I relax and and hopefully um, yeah the weather's kind, um, we can go close. But more importantly, on the weekend, it's my one-year um, wedding anniversary to Jess and we've got a pretty good weekend plan. So we're camping in Shoreham and, and then we're set for a, a good um, lunch or dinner at a winery. Um, I've got a good uh, $200 voucher that I've been saving um, all year for this. And and then, um, yeah, hopefully the weather's kind. I mean, it's supposed to be 19 on Saturday and then 23 Sunday um, and then it's supposed to get nice and warm on Monday. Hopefully we get a bit of that Monday on Sunday and we can go to the beach and um, really relax. Jess and I got married in Shoreham, so, um, yeah, it means a fair bit, that place. Uh, but uh, we're not um, wealthy enough to, to stay at the place that we had our wedding, so we're camping for $40 a night um, just close by. Uh, hopefully I'll get my camel pack as well and I'll get that off. I'll borrow mum's um, for this weekend at least and then I'll look to buy one and, and hopefully just sneak in a real early morning Sunday after seat run and then we'll 
we'll get back after a, a really good weekend and, and Jess and I will just relax. And, and then next week, what I've got planned is I actually want to do the Goldfields trail run in Ballarat. So um, I hope to do that hopefully at this point on the 14th, so Saturday. And I'll do um, just one session in the middle of the week and uh, that'll be a more a marathon-specific session. And uh, uh, like it's, at this point, it's looking like it's going to be probably 60 minutes at a solid clip, like 350s, the fours at Devil Bend, and then finish with a 40 minutes at um, 330s. Uh, so maybe it's that or 10 by 1K on off. But I know by the end of this weekend, it'll be five weeks to the race. Um, so getting close now, but I feel like I'm in a really good spot marathon-wise. And then what else is next week? Next week, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the President's Cup, hopefully watch Tiger Woods on the Sunday. And then I'll, I'll plan to do another Cape Shank long run, probably a little bit shorter just because it'll be the day after Goldfield's um, trail run and my work uh, Christmas party. My work Christmas party, believe it or not, clashes with Zadapek, so I can't make Zadapek and watch Zadapek this year, but I'm sure it'll be a great event. Um, I'll just have to watch it um, after. All right, that's me done, and after a big interview this week, that's plenty. Um, so hope for those that have stayed tuned in, uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it, and I'll chat next week. Welcome back, everyone, to the Run Culture Podcast. Um, today we're with um, Ash. Uh, welcome, Ash, to the podcast. Hey, welcome uh, and a hello to uh, everyone listening. And uh, Dane, thanks for having me on. No, no worries, mate. Um, I'm I'm wrapped to have you on because uh, you're known as the um, little what is that little little trail? No, Ash, the little trail boy. Yeah. No. Um, little, little Ash Trail Boy, trail boy yeah. on Instagram. Um, yeah, so my nickname growing up was always being Little Ash. And uh-huh. um, yeah, and then when I started Instagram, I was like, oh, you know, you got to think of a name. And most names you use is like your name and your birth date or something like that. So yep. I thought, oh, why not put it something to do with trail running and then. Yeah, so it just sort of came about like that and thought, oh, I'll just go with it. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, it's a, yeah, as a, I really do love trail running. Um, running Cause, in general. Cause how long have you done the trail running for now? Oh, I did. Um, it's probably about, uh, so six years ago. I did my first, or maybe seven years ago, I did my first 50K race. Yeah, okay. Um, Which one was that? That was at Marysville. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, sort of up before, I was sort of running a few years before that. Um, so, but nothing, uh, I think my longest run was about uh, a half marathon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I sort of um, thought, you know, I think I would turn 25 or 26 and I was like, Oh, well, I wonder if I can run 50 Ks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, why not give it a go and see yeah. what happens. Um, yeah. So it, it was funny. I'll, t- I'll tell you how it went actually yeah. briefly, but yeah. um, it's sort of, you know, in the morning, everyone sort of lined up. Yep. I thought I'd run about, <laughs> 
36, I think, at that point because knowing I was going to do 50K, I sort of made myself, you know, go out yep. around the Dandenongs. And, um, I'll say 36 was your longest before then. Just before then. I think it was yep. about two or three weeks out. Um, yeah. And I did about 36 around the Dandenongs on a Sunday and took me about like four or five hours or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was that was that was a fun experience. Too, but, um, yeah, so I got um, I sort of got there and everyone lined up and so anyway, the start goes and take off and everyone's running like not fast, but you know not that fast. Yeah, probably a little bit slower. So I thought, oh, what the hell? Have, you know, why, why isn't everyone? you know, running fast, like, yeah. obviously not like a, a 5k race, but, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, so we got like, oh, I just went off and I think I got, I didn't see anyone until about 30 odd K and you come back up Red Hill and I remember getting to the top of the, it's not too steep, but it, it's enough of a pinch. And I just remember getting to the top and I was cramping really bad and I was just exhausted and thinking, oh, I've still got 20-odd K to go, <laughs> you know, this is going to be a long day. And then that's when I realised that why people went a bit slower <laughs> at the start. <laughs> oh, so how far did you get? You, how far oh, did you get in? So I got probably about 30-odd K and then, um, yeah, and then I sort of was cramping pretty bad, so... I leant up against a tree and yep. I was sitting down and I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? And then and then the guys started coming past, you know, second place, third place, fourth yep. place. And I was like, oh, stuff this, you know, I've got to go. So yeah, I ended up um, finishing third, actually. So Oh, really? I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I can't let any more people pass. So yep. um, so that, <laughs> that was kind of good, but it was uh, it was a and waking up for um, the next time I'd, I'd run that distance to not run as fast, you know, for that first uh, 30-odd K or first 20K, what you could do. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good um, course up there too, that that uh, up at Marysville. You ran the um, yeah. half, didn't you? Yeah, I did last, last year. Last um, year. I did the half. And you did the Portsy half the night before didn't you yeah yeah, yeah. yep yeah that's right yeah yeah no, just as cool. a bit of a weekend challenge yeah yeah no it's, it's cool doing that stuff yeah because you you always surprise yourself don't you, you always think um, oh yeah like um yeah it's 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 and then you after it you're like oh wow i just did that um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. is that yeah. what sort of attracted you to it all like yeah that, that yeah. like surprise of like oh wow yeah actually i can do 50k yeah, I, I think it is, Dane, yeah, because it's sort of, you know, uh, you sort of hear a lot about, uh, especially now with, you know, Elliot Kipchoge breaking that two-hour barrier that, yep. and he sort of says, you know, that you, you, you put barriers up, you know, yep. like you sort of, you might go and train or you might go and run with other people and you'll straight away you go, oh, I'm not as fast as them. So you put this barrier up where, uh-huh. you know, like, maybe over training and dedication and time you could be um but you sort of you put this barrier up and you're like oh i can't run a marathon or i can't do that i can't run as fast as that person 
but you're already saying you can't when you haven't tried. So, yeah, so you're halfway defeated already. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, sort of, and I'm just like, oh, well, just give it a go. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. It, all you can do is just have a shot and have a shot and, um, and see yeah, and have and see, you know. And, and then at the same time, too, it's sort of like with the running, I really love doing it. I love the sport, but you don't, I don't want to be. I'm not a person that loves the running in the moment. I like to the beforehand and the afterhand. Yep. So it's a really good vibe and yeah. everyone's happy and, you know, and that. But during it, it, it does suck. So the quicker <laughs> you can get it done, then you can – it's like a party, you know, then you can celebrate after. And, and yep, yep. And, and, and that um, satisfied feeling of uh... – that sat- Yeah, of, of, of that achievement. Yep. Um, yeah, so – um, yeah, I can then, sympathize with that feeling. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I could, could say, yeah, just from like following your running and stuff, um, you know, um, and I was really lucky too, is that, uh, I went to school at, um, Emerald, uh, primary school and Emerald high school. And so okay. I grew up with, um, Craig Appleby. And, yeah. So, um, Cause you're pretty good friends with Craig, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we sort of, he was a year above me at school, but yep remember like at the school cross country and stuff he he would it was however the years fell apart but you'd run in the same race as him for a couple of years and then he'd be one year above so the age category you know and it was always like I was hoping that it was the year that he wasn't in my race because then I'd have a chance to win <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah but then uh late yeah sort of then later down the track um, I thought, oh, I wonder when I started getting in, back into the running, I thought, oh, you know, I'm pretty sure Craig still runs, just keeping in touch with friends that still knew Craig. Yep. Um, and, yeah, and he sort of uh, helped me um, at the start there. I used to go train with him on a um, Monday night. Um, yep. And um, then that's where I started learning about, you know, like times to run for distances and paces. And, yep. Um different sort of um, workouts like hill strides, hill bounds and, um, you know, uh, efforts and stuff. Um, yep. So, yeah, so that was that was really good to um, to have his knowledge um, at the start and, yep. and then um, just to sort of inspire and, and sort of st- to kick off in that sport, you know, in that direction that you wanted to go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then sort of from there, you know, Facebook, is a great thing that, um, especially if you've got a sport or something, because it's so um, such an op- open opportunity to um, get on and and uh, say, yep, there's an event coming up. Okay, this there's a group training for this, or there's a, a handful of people training for this. You know, yep. um, and it, all it takes is you just run once or twice with someone, and, and next thing you know, you're pretty good friends. So um, yeah, it's a good to, sport like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny how they say, like, you know, even though it's sort of like a running sort of for yourself, you know, you're running for yourself, but it yep. can be so, um, uh, what's the word? Like, like not a team sport, but it's very encouraging and you can meet so many people, even though you're just going there to run the race for yourself, you know? So, um, yeah, like, um, there can be some lonely training sessions and runs, but then yeah. it can, you can also make some really good friends and, um, yeah, I know exactly what you mean there. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, which is which is is pretty cool, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I see that you've uh, signed up for the fifty six. Yeah, so I've signed up for the fifty six um, k at Two Bay's um, trail run, and yeah, I suppose like that's that's another reason why I sort of wanted I wanted to yeah chat a bit about your backstory and and how your running's going, but then also get try to um, quiz you on a few few um, things that you've learned over the last um, you know six seven years doing all the trail runs because you've done yeah. so many now, and um, yeah, I suppose like. I've I've had Ash Watson and um, Dion um, Finocciaro on the uh, as podcast already, and um, one of the um, questions that I was still unsure of, like, what, what do you reckon, like, for the course for two bays, like, what shoes should I wear? Oh, that's a good one. Um, like, so, what what because um, you've done it before, um, like you did yeah. it last year. Yep. Um, look, yeah, that that is a that is a good question. So, um. Look, uh, you'd be fine um, to run it in a road shoe. So, you yep. know, like a shoe that you do a lot of miles in that you're comfortable in. So like an old shoes. pair of the four percenters. Yeah, yeah, you, you could. Yeah. But yeah, I think Ash wore them last year. Yeah, so um, Ash Watson ran in a pair of the four percenters last year. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to ask him how he found them. Um but if it was to be wet and raining, I probably would not suggest to wear that shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even like, um, depending, you know, like what type of um, shoe that, because in the ultra, you know, you want to be as comfortable as you can. Um, so you don't want to sort of... Um, get like a new pair of shoes a couple of weeks out that you're not used to. Yep. Um, and then sort of think, oh yeah, I'll use them for, for that long, that long race because they might be good for 15 or 20 K. Um, but then after, you know, 40 odd K or, you know, three, four hours on your feet, yeah. you, you don't want to have problems with blisters or your feet when you're yep. that far, you know, into yeah. the race. Like that, that would be, uh, it's so horrible, especially if you felt good, you know, and you were having a, a good race. So, um, yeah, look, the yeah, I, I noticed that I, I wore the Pegasus Turbo actually um, oh, yeah. last year, and yep. um, yeah, they uh, I, I thought they, they were great shoe um, for, for that that course. Yep. Um, it is a little bit sandy in sections, um, but yep. there is a lot of um, gravelish road that you run on. Uh, you run on the road when you go down to Dramana, then turn around and come back. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd wear the um, Pegasus Turbo again uh, on that course. Um, uh-huh. The 4% I probably would now um, too as well, on a, but only if it was a dry day. Yeah. Um, yep. Just because it's the heel stack's so much higher um, and the thing with trails is that it's uneven surfaces. So it's yep. very easy to roll your ankle, let alone yep. in, a, in a lower shoe. Um, so it's just, that could be one obstacle that um, mm-hmm. that you're setting up for yourself. If you're putting yourself in a big shoe, then you're, uh, you're going to tend to roll your ankle and you roll your ankle uh, a lot of the time. It's very hard to continue on. Yep. Um, yeah. So, um, but if it's wet, um, I'd suggest something like, you Peg know, trail. 
like a trail shoe. Um, like the Pegasus Trail? The Pegasus oh. Trail. Um, I think like um, Sacconi do um, a Perrigan. Uh, oh, yeah. Something that's a little bit more, uh, even like uh, I know a few uh, people running like those, um, the Brooks ones. Uh, they're sort of like a bit more of a, a, a bit more of a solider, stable road shoe. Um, yeah. Okay. The Mizuno. So there's there's a lot of brands out there that um, do um, sort of cater for that. Probably a little bit more of a stable shoe with a little bit more cushioning um, for that longer distance. Um, probably a little bit heavier some of the shoes but if it's something that you're always training in um you know it's it it shouldn't really uh, matter too much i did find the um pegasus turbo is very light so um yeah i thought that was a that was a great shoe to to um to run in and it's got the um the zoom x foam so it's got the softer foam so the, yep. the impact's less on on the legs um yep which is great you know um um yeah, but uh, yeah, and lucky enough, I've been um, doing like running an am- ambassador with um, Nike for the last few years. So I've yeah, saw saw out. that you're a Nike running ambassador. Yeah, yeah. So being able to um, you know, sort of test out and get to run in in the stuff that um, comes out, um, basically. Um, so um, that that's been great, you know, to to be able to 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 see, you know, the difference between those shoes. So uh, any yep. sort of Nike shoes related, I've got a good understanding on. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how, how do you, like, this is one question I've been wanting to ask you. How yeah. do you get your hands on such good singlets? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, if anyone looks at your Instagram, like, you've got, yeah. like, the latest Kipchoge singlet, the latest, latest yeah. Mo Farah singlet. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, uh, I suppose being in the the Nike world, um, yep. you know, uh, sort of, I'm very passionate about Nike. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, where I can, I sort of, hey, you know, oh, can you get can can you get this? <laughs> can yep, you get yep. that? Or having connections, and I do have some friends in the US um, which are able to help um, uh-huh. with some of that stuff, which is good. Um, but um. Yeah, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's oh, it's it's always good, and a lot of the a lot of the other gear is just um a lot of the new season stuff that uh, was a was a part of the uh, ambassador sort of role where they yep. you know sort of want you um in the latest gear you know sort of um in a way of promoting um yep. yeah so um yeah so that so that that's pretty cool um that, that that's cool and and so with those shoes yeah i was um i was thinking along those lines i've actually been practicing a bit um in the turbos on the on the on the two bays course um yeah, and yeah. i thought they felt good and then i've just actually ordered some of the pegasus um trail yeah, trail yeah. just to try them out and they, they might be the if i just wear them a bit they might be the backup plan if it is a bit wet yeah um, yeah because they've got that extra little bit more yep. grip on the bottom um yeah yeah no definitely um I, I did notice too that um when ash watson ran at um south coast century yep. jeff gone he ran in the pegasus trail um mm-hmm. the 36 so i think with the the pegasus trail 36 it's it's basically the pegasus 36 apart from it has a all-out zoom bag throughout the whole shoe 
it does have a little bit, I believe it's a 10, I think it might be a 10 mil heel drop. Yeah, yep. it's a 10 mil heel drop. Um, so it's very much similar to the, ro- the road shoe, um, but it just has a, a bit more of a um, coarser base um, with, with slightly bigger lugs. Uh-huh. Um, the good thing too with this model is that it's got the thin uh, upper tongue. So when you sort of like the 4% and um, the, new pe- uh, the new Pegasus Turbo as well. So I found that um, especially in the long distance, um, it, it does feel really good because it kind of feels that the shoe is a bit more uh, tighter to your, to your upper and your foot, but it yep. holds your foot sort of in the center of the shoe. Um, where yeah. sometimes I'd find, especially with running fast downhill, um, you can put a lot of pressure right on the uh, the front of your foot where the tongue is. And yep. um, normally you find, you know, you you think, oh, you're going to run a long distance or you're going to run <clears throat> up and down hills and stuff. So you've sort of tightened your shoes up. But mm-hmm. what it can do is um, just put too much pressure on the front of the foot. Yep. And um and with those big soft tongues, you wouldn't really feel how much, uh, how tight you're actually doing the shoe. And, and later on in, you know, especially after a couple of hours, um, it, it sort of will swell up a bit and, and yep. can cause you grief. Um, yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool actually seeing that just like, especially the last couple of years, just the difference that um, things that uh, Nike have been trying with their shoes. So like um, you've probably seen the, like with the uh, Vimero 14, where the back of the, um, of the shoe, I can't. Oh yeah. It's like a cup. Yeah. How it sort of, yeah. And it rolls back because um, I believe, you know, over long distance, you're going to have a short, you know, you're going to fatigue, you'll have a shorter stride. So, you probably will have some people um, might have problems with the back of the Achilles and stuff. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, longer on in, if, if you're at the back of your foot's rubbing there, that's going to cause problems. Oh, yeah, that, that you know upper lip. Sort of, at the... That upper lip and it rolls back. Yep, yeah, yeah. I know exactly that. That near the heel cup um, where your yeah, Achilles exactly. is, how it sort of, it fans out. It fans out, yeah. yeah. So they've done that with, like, the Pegasus Trail as well. Um, yep. the Pegasus Turbo, um, yeah, I think most of um, the Vimero 14s, uh, most of them have that now, just sort of a bit more for that long distance. Let's uh, cut out a bit here. Yeah, it was because I, I noticed um, over the last couple of weekends, like the front of my toes have been uh, smashing into the front of my shoe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, um, and and have you noticed that from the downhill running? Yeah, all the downhill running. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that could be two. There could be two things there that would that would help. That is that yep. you could go half a size bigger. Yep. Um, for your trail running. Yep. Um, or the other thing is is it could be a little bit with the downhill technique that. Yeah. Okay. Your so if you run downhill, like fair enough, if you're running a gra- more long, gradual downhill, similar to what you get on like the road or like um, yep. 
that you sort of, you know, you, you've got a nice stride, you lean forward and, and you'll be able to run fast. But sometimes mm-hmm. when you get to the steeper gradients, yep. you'll find that you will, um, you know, the stride's nowhere near as big. So you're sort of crashing a bit more on the front of the shoe, which will make your foot go forward. So yep. a good um, technique with that is um, sometimes run like skiing, how, you know, how you go left and right and left and right. Oh, um, yeah. 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 So look at probably on the two bays course, unless you really do come down from the stairs where it's yep. a bit technical coming back down towards Dramana, that's probably the only spot that's really – uh, you know, you, that you could slow down a bit and just m- maneuver your feet around a bit just to change yep. up that, that group. But Just um, like a gradual zigzag. Down, yeah, just down. like a gradual zigzag. So yeah. um, you're kind of not just always putting the pressure on the on the foot being yeah. directly straight and, yep. and forward. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, so uh, Maddie, Matthew Dore uses that a lot. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, he's got these massive quads, so <laughs> he's, he's just a beast. But, um, yeah, so it's sort of, you know, and it, and it's like after, it's like running, you know, hours and hours on end. It's just all these little things that you try differently just to, to feel a little bit better or yep. um, to give those muscles a break. But yeah, I, I normally find, uh, especially just in the trail running, that uh, a lot of people will go a, a one half size bigger um, mm-hmm. with their trail shoes uh, because of that fact. Um, and then yeah, it depends on the type of shoe as well. It can be, um, yeah. So yeah. no, that's that's great advice. Um, and then the like another um, pretty question, um, pressing question that I, I wanted to chat to you about was just yeah, what would you what would you recommend with um, drinks at two bays? Um, like what what have you done in the past and what like yeah yeah. All right, so the two two bays is known to be basically a very hot and humid race. Um, so you know, I think it was only one year that I've done it that it was like maybe around 20, 24 degrees or something, but you know, it was still quite, and there's a lot of bits that are open. So you, um, you know, when you get through that extra section of bush, it's either you're in the direct sunlight or you're in, you're in a, the greens bush and it doesn't get much uh, wind flow through there. So it's very sort of humid. Um, so it is important, um, you know, to keep, um, your fluids up, um, yep. you know, because, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to get, um, too thirsty. Uh, you don't want to drink too, not enough water because you, you know, it's not good. Um, but at the same time too, it, you've sort of got to find that balance of, um, you know, don't drink that much that it feels like you, as soon as you have, you know, you drink, don't stop somewhere and drink a liter and then take off again because you'll probably get this like swishy feeling in your tummy and yeah yeah, it's it's um it's not that good but the good thing with the two bays is that they um have the um aid station set up so i believe they're around about seven to ten k between each one okay so um what i've found is um in the past um I'll sort of take, 
maybe uh, taking my bottle, maybe about 200 mils, 250 mils. And then when I get to the next aid station, I'll just work out on how I'm feeling, um, what the effort is, whether I refill up there or knowing, you know, that another, another 10 K with 200 mils should be fine. So, um, and it's just sort of knowing that, that balance, um, but between your training really and, and what your, um, you know, you know, like, do you go and do long runs without water? Do you do long runs taking water? You know, what, what do you do in, that, that you'll feel comfortable and, and strong yep. with. Yep. Um, and yeah, look, and, and sort of on that side of things, I, I like to make sure sort of the week or two before the race, um, especially coming into summer as well, um, just sort of, I try to, to drink more water during the week. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, leading up to the race sort of, because, it's all good and well like a day or two before to just drink heaps of water but if you can say hydrated you know leading up to it even with your training um it's really just another another day that you're waking up and and going out for a run um uh, but a, a longer run and and um you're sort of you know you're confident and you're um you're more prepped with it um it's actually interesting in that way dane because mm-hmm. Um, I found from going, cause I went into trail running first and then I started finding out sort of a bit more about marathon road running and, you know, yep. um, track and field and, and stuff. And yep. it's interesting that, um, going into ultras that, uh, the nutrition and hydration and everything is, is such a, a thing that you sort of learn about straight away. Yeah. And then when I went from that to going into, you know, running the road marathon and that, and, and no one doesn't take anything, you know, they might yeah. have a cup of water or they might have a gel. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was like, it's such a different thing. Not, I, I sort of, I, I don't like to run with a lot of things. I find they are annoying. So if I yeah. can run without anything, I, I'm really happy. Um, yeah. But it was, it was, but then if you look at the road marathon, you know, you, you have a bad day, you're out there for a few hours, like where yeah. in an ultra, you could be out there for nearly the whole day. So, um, yeah. so it's sort of, um, that, yeah, it's sort of that, uh, that reverse <laughs> role there where, um, yeah, where you kind of go, yeah. So, um, yeah, but I reckon, um, the, with the hydration is, yeah, you look, like even you know uh leading with your training um mm. going into two bases just on those training runs um just try things out so yep. you know maybe um if you haven't worn a pack before or you've brought a pack to run the racing then start wearing it and uh-huh. and maybe fill it up if you if you you think you're going to be out there for 4 hours or you're going to be out there for 8 hours maybe fill it up with a liter of water and, and do your training with that in your yep. back. So you know what it feels like. Um, and, you know, and then at the end of the run, you can sort of say, Oh, well, I didn't need to take a liter. I only used about quarter of it. So you sort yep. of give yourself um, that knowledge and that confidence. Um, and then it's the same with that, with um, your sort of nutrition. Um, you've, you've kind of, take take gels or or take some food i I know a lot of people that sort of make up like little rice balls or like um 
little protein things or, you know, it's just um, up to the person, I think. Like if you, yeah. Um, yeah, like if you can run for hours just having lollies, then, you know, and you feel comfortable with that, I wouldn't say not to, you know. Yep. Um, the, um, yeah, it, it can be a very hard thing to get right, the nutrition. Um, you still always hear uh, of guys uh, and girls in that real elite end um, in in these big races that just say, like, it just wasn't working for them today. You know, they what they were taking wasn't going with their stomach and yep. they didn't have as much um, energy. But there's one thing that I do notice, like, Dane, is that yeah. um, you've got to remember that <clears throat> when you're running the distance or you get to the hill, that it's still hard to do. So it's just because it feels hard doesn't mean you have to, like, start taking two gels to power you up the hill. It's just, <laughs> yeah. like, I always sort of try and say that to people, like, if you've been running for a couple of hours and you get to a hill, yeah, it's going to feel hard to get up the hill. Now, yeah. if you get to the top of the hill and you're still not feeling that good, then have the gel at the top of the hill. But normally, yeah. like, if it's just that you get there and you've been on a bit of a high because you've been running fast, it's just that the pace has slowed down. You're now working hard to get to the top of the hill. When you get to the top, reassess. Yep, now I'm feeling good. Or you can go to, you know, by by the hour or so. Like, Because I think a lot of the um, gels, they sort of recommend 40 minutes to an hour. But this is um, all really good to do in your training, basically. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. To sort of to see how it it's going to um, affect you and yeah. And what's what well, you feel confident. I think that's what I'm going to do. Like uh, my, my mum's got one of those um, camel packs. Um, so I'll probably yeah. practice yep. with that a couple of times. See, see what I think, see if it's too annoying. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and even just get used to it on my back. Um, yeah. And then if that's too annoying, then I might practice running with a bottle, like a five, 500 mil bottle. Yeah. Um, yep. Then I might just be able to swap swap halfway with some with, with um a support crew with like, the support crew yeah yeah um yeah. but I, what what did you do last year yeah so um yeah that, that that's a good question uh, with the the bottle swap uh, yeah. I do remember the other year so um it's a year I think Dion ran the course record um and uh, Jackie was um it was his crew and. And she basically just had his changeover bottles ready. So as soon as yep. he ran up to her, he'd just grab the bottles off her and just put them in his pack. So, you know, it was, it was a fast transition, um, which is which is really good with that um, crew support. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I, um, I've sort of found that um, last year and the, year, the other year, yeah, I, um, I got – so for two bays for the 56, the mandatory gear is uh, a 600 mil or 500 mil uh, capacity to carry water. So like a soft glass yeah, okay. or it could be a plastic bottle, um, but it needs to be that, that to that size. I'm pretty sure it's 600 mil, but it could be 500. Okay. Um, and then a snake bandage. Um, yep. So um, – there's a lot of uh, you get your running packs, you know, and, and um, like what you're saying, the camelback one um, where, you know, you could carry that capacity. And if it's got a pocket in it, you just put the um, the snake bandage in there. You know where it is. It's 
if something does happen, it's easy to get to someone else can help you or, or aid on the course. Um, yep. But also too, you know, you, you can carry that, that water. And the other thing too, if you, if you do train with that, that um, camel pack and get used to that and maybe get used to carrying nearly a liter or something, you could have that an advantage where you won't, you know, you won't stop as much at the aid stations. Yeah. Yep. It could cut your transition time over. Yep. Um, to think of it in a way that it would slow you down, uh, probably not. Maybe a uh-huh. five or a 10K race, yes, because you're so on the gas. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. it's very, it's very, but it, in the in that ultra distance, it's very much about that grind. So it's that consistency, yep. Yep. Um, you know, where like surging and that, it doesn't help. Um, it normally mm-hmm. the people I always find in the races that once you're about five to 10 K in, if someone you're around someone or someone's around you, you're pretty much going to be back and forth or just run together basically to the finish. Like yep. you've sort of, it's sort of, you know, that sort of five to 10 K, especially if there's a couple of hills and, and steep climbs, it's sort of spread the field out and, you know that person that you're with sort of will be around your your capability basically. Um, yep. And then the other thing, great thing with it is that you just see all different strengths. So it's like someone might be really fast on the flat, but they're not. You might catch them on a hill and they'll get away from you on the flat. Or mm-hmm. someone might be really fast on the downhill, but yep. as soon as you get to the next uphill, you'll catch up to them. So it's um. It's kind of cool like that in the ultra because, you know, sometimes you can run for a few hours and, and not see anyone at all yeah. <laughs> by yourself. And, but there's someone just, just up ahead. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah. That, that, that's really good insight, mate. Um, and like, what, what are you thinking of um, doing next? So like, are you thinking of doing two bays um, as well or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm not sure with Dion running and uh, I think Craig yeah. um, and Mark and, and that, you know, look, I do like to um, see, find where all the uh, fast guys are running and, and yep. see what I can do. So I've always sort of done that. So, um, yeah, I, I did enter, pretty sure, yeah, I did enter on the, on the early bird. Yeah. Um, because it, it can get quite a cheap entry when it first comes out. Yeah. Um, you know, and sort of, and uh, Rowan Day does a, a does a great job, and Michael Clark with the event. Um, and it's got such a, a great um, vibe and hype to it. You know, it's very um, very friendly, and it's a good spirit. So, um, yeah. So uh, I, I think I definitely will um, try and get out with you guys. Um, yeah. Gonna be fun. Leading up. Um, yeah, and, and we'll go and grind out for a few hours and then, uh, <laughs> see, <laughs> and then we'll, um, we'll, uh, we'll give it a go on the day of the race. So, um, yep. yeah. And sort of last year too, I, um, yeah, what happened last year? Oh God. So I sort of yeah. go, going into it last year, you know, you had, um, Ash Watson and at the time I sort of knew of Ash and he'd run, he's ran a really um, great time at the uh, Com- Comrades Marathon over in uh, South Africa. So, um, you know, blistering time there. He'd also run it 
um, Surf Coast Century and um, 100K um, and, and a really good road marathon time. So I sort of knew he was running and then um, Dave Burn, David Byrne, who used to be my coach uh, a, few, oh, yeah. a year, few years back. Um, so he was running and, you know, he'd, he'd sort of been training a bit and he trains a lot with uh, with the run club with Benny St. Lawrence and stuff. So, you know, as he's getting older, he does say he's getting older and slower, but he's still, you know, you still see sessions where he's doing, you know, uh, 1k efforts at a uh, three minute pace and, and stuff. So, yeah, still running, you know, uh, t- you know, sub 15 for the 5k here. And yeah, exactly. There. So, still going well. Um, so, still going off. So, and then you had um, Francesco who had, I think, the previous year had ran 406 uh, maybe. So, not yeah, okay. very close to Down's course record. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also too, Francesco had ran a similar time at the Marysville 50, um, which was like four, uh, 4.05, which was a really great time for the 50K Marysville on that course. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so he was sort of there and, and, um, yeah, so, and I think, can't remember, oh, and then Mags, he was running as well. And Mags, yep. Back in the day, you know, he he won the Melbourne Marathon, and he's yeah, two fourteen, two fourteen, yeah. yeah. He's still to the da- up to this day, like he races and he races hard, you know. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's done eleven comrades. Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he has. Yeah, so it's sort of like, you know, I thought, well, it's it's bringing in this this great crowd, and um. You know, the year before, I uh, I'd managed a second place um, yep. to, uh, to Majal, which um, was sort of in that last. Uh, me and Francesco were caught a bit a, a bit ahead, and Francesco dropped off. I think that year, and then I I sort of just I dropped off too, but I managed to hold on a second. So I was, yep, yep. I was happy with that. Um, but then, sort of last year, I knew that. Um, the previous year, I'd ran uh, 4.30, and uh-huh. I knew that um, to run <clears throat> basically up against um, these guys, that they were going to be under 4.10. So, you know, Francesco previously running 4.06, and um, the capabilities of what Dave and, and Ash could do, um, uh, Mags would be definitely um, capable of that low four hours as well. Um, yep. So I sort of... Um, thought well when I was uh did some bit of training I was like well I'm going to need to run 410 if I'm going to make the podium and and I sort of was like well I'm going to want to make the podium you know that's my ambition um so um yeah so the, the training went all right and I, uh, leading up to it I'd had some good um marathon runs I'd you know I think earlier that year I'd won the um roller coaster marathon um uh-huh. about 350 um yeah okay that has it's about 40 and it was a little bit longer this year it's about a k longer because they had a, a a different diversion um so yeah that was around about three hours 50 and that was 43 44k with about 2000 meters 2200 meters so yeah a bit more hillier Um, but you've got ups and downs. Um, and I do a very confident running there because that's where I train a lot. And then I, I had, um, I ran the marathon at Marysville, which I ran 330, 
for the marathon, and I think that has about uh, 1,500 metres of um, gain and descent for the marathon course. Yeah, um, and the and there was another one, a bit of a trail one at the Yu Yangs um, that the Trails Plus puts on, and that was a 5K loops, which was on uh, – it was pretty flat, but it was a bit sandy and, and you know, a bit technical in spots. So it was just – constant 5k loop so and i'd ran 310 or 311 for that marathon there so uh and plus i'd ran um 247 i think at melbourne um so you've done a few marathons yeah so i've done a few marathons um i and also too i went over to scotland and and over to france so i did the sky running world champs race in scotland yeah, I wanted to um, mention that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that. Was, oh, that was that was a bloody hard call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I sort of, you know, in a way, like um, was was training really well because that was that was sort of I wanted to to get into that side for a few years, um, and and to to be able to get on and and then train up for that was um was was really good you know i was really trying to do what i could um to to do the best i could and yep. um yeah so it sort of then um two base sort of rolled around and i thought oh well it's a flatter 50k you know 56k race because I'm, it's only 1300 of climbing isn't it yeah it's about yeah yeah, yeah 1300 yeah. i think yeah that's yep. all right um and it's the, the thing with two bays it's done in the middle part so yeah you pretty much you're slightly, you've got a slight bit of running gain as you're heading out to um, Dr- uh, Dramana. Um, then once you sort of get to the McLaren's Dam, then you've got the climb up Arthur Seat, uh, up up to the top, and then you come down to Dramana, turn around, then you yep. go back up again, then you've got the down. So that yep. sort of middle part is is where that toughest bit is. Um yeah, so um, with all this under under my belt, I was like, yeah. "All right, I'm just going to jump on the back of the guys and and yeah. see for how Have long I can hold on for." And um, yeah, so we got we went through. Um, I remember we went through uh, Bonio Road, which is about five and a half k's roughly from the oh, start. Yeah. Yep, and um, we went through there in like nineteen forty or something. So I think we were running three three fifty average or yeah, something. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, yeah. So and, and that's that's pretty. Those stairs in there, the stairs and, and the sand and yeah, a lot of sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, well, it's it started off, but I and knew you still got fifty k's to go. Yeah, still got fifty k's to go, but. I knew that I just had to try and stick with Dave and, and Ash because they'd sort of formed the lead at that point. Yep. And um, I was like, no, nah, I, I can't let him get out of sight too much because then my ambition might drop, you know. So um, so it was good. It was, you know, I had the dangling carrot and um, <laughs> we, we got to um, the turnaround and, and Ash had put a great lead, you know. I think he was about at the turnaround. He was a good 10 minutes ahead of me. Um, so, and I think I come through the turnaround just, just over two hours. Yep. Um, then we got the climb back up Arthur seat, which I, I don't mind cause I do like the hills. Um, and I do find that, um, 
you know, I can sort of grind out quite strong there. So I'm quite confident with that type of running. Sure. And um, You're the I only thought... one to say that so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's like anything. If you do it a lot, then, you know, you you feel good with it, don't you? you... Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I got back to the top of after seat and um, then I'd heard that Jack, as I as the and this is the other thing with the run as well that it makes it good because it's an out and back, so you see all the other fields. So you see yeah. how close someone is behind you. And, and so that. where was Francesco and Matt? Oh, and, so Francesco yeah. wasn't too far behind, but I believe yeah. he, he was having problems last year with um with his hip flexor or his hip. So um, oh yeah, I think he's had a bit of trouble with his. His um groin, like osteoarthritis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he, I did notice that he was sort of he he was sort of a bit further back and and a drop back. So he when I turned around and was coming back up the hill, I think I still had quite an a good gap on fourth. So I wasn't too uh, worried, you know, not too frantic at that point. Like, oh, they're all catching up. Um, and then we got, um, was Dave still going at that point? Or? Yeah. Dave was ahead of me. He wasn't too far behind Ash. I think yep. he, he might've been about five. I think Dave, uh, Ash was about 10 minutes ahead of me. Dave was maybe about five. And then, um, yeah. And then the thing with the, you know, all the runners sort of coming towards, you know, everyone's saying, yeah, congratulations. You know, you, you give your, your respects and, and, um, then next thing I'm coming down the McLaren's dam and I started getting a bit of wind feeling good because I've just sort of slogged out that climb. And I thought now I've just got to push forward and, and get, get the lactic out, you know, let the legs go. Yeah. And so this is after you finish the second sort of after seat climb. Yeah. So yep. once you sort of get to the top and then yep. you start going down towards the dam. Yep. Um, and um, yeah. And then next thing, you know, the people that are coming towards me are like, He's he's a minute. He's two minutes ahead. He's a minute ahead, and I thought, oh yeah, oh nice. So, um, <laughs> so I caught up to Dave, which um, yep. he'd had a. I think he'd fallen over somewhere. Um, so mm-hmm. he'd slowed right down. Um, and then I sort of tried to spur him on a bit, but he said, oh, you see how he goes. Um, and then I sort of kept going, and once I got. Uh, back I think it's Browns Road um, across the road there it was getting quite warm at this point the sun was out and um, I just sort of tried to get as much water on my face to cool down Yep. and uh, then that's a bit of a grind because you cross over the main road and then you're on that, in, you know that gravel road and it's a slight yeah. uphill and it takes you up Hisslops Road yeah, yeah. and it take you up into the Greens Bush. That's actually a bit hilly like, yeah, yeah yeah and um you know, once you once you're coming back and, and you're yeah, at there, that point of the race, that you're at that point of the race. So, I I sort of was I was starting to feel it by then. Um, I was still uh, quite high spirited because I was probably on track for around that four ten ish, four twelve. So yep. I was still like, you know, uh, and I wasn't getting frantic about anyone coming up behind. So I was still feeling quite uh, well about myself. And, um, yeah, and then we got, got up to the top of there and went into the Greens Bush. And I just 
kept sort of pushing that pace because I'm like, yeah, yep, I'm going to get a massive PB here. You know, I'm going to come second again. I'm going to get a massive PB. Yeah. And uh, I just slowly just started slowing down a bit. Yep. And I got into probably at about 9K to go. They had a little aid station set up there with a, a, a friend of mine, Kathy Mack, was. And um, I sort of thought, all right, I'll get it one last bit of Coke, have some water, freshen my face off, have some Coke, get a bit of sugar to, you know, to get to the to the finish. And as soon as I drank the Coke, my stomach just went like clenched up. and um, Or cramped. Yeah, it went like cramped and I sort of, just just sort of felt like try to dry reach and I thought, oh no, I shouldn't have done that, you know, and then I, I sort of pushed on from there and and then I only got probably a couple hundred metres up the trail and I just, just decided to have a, have a bit of a lie down. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then I got, and then I sort of just was like, oh, stuff this and... <laughs> I was like, oh, I should feel better in a minute. And then... Um, and what point was this? Oh, it was about 9K to go. So, well, not just so, far. Just so we, know far. For this, so we know for this year. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's my ambition for this year. At least I know I can get to that point. Yeah. Hard. Four, so, I just got to get past days. there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I just got to get past there. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, so that was... Uh, I sort of... It, it was nice. Uh, 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 Steph uh, Austin um, and Ross Hopkins um, stopped, you know, just to make sure I was okay, which uh-huh. was very nice of them. Um, and I sort of just got up and I walked back to where um, the aid station was, and I just sort of had a bit of a lie down in the shade. And yeah, um, and I think yeah, I think, and then after about twenty minutes, half an hour, I sort of, you know, started feeling better. Um, yep. and then I decided to, to run it, to finish it off. And Jeez. I think I just, just, a, just burnt the, uh, the candle at the end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just, I just, just, um, really pushed. myself. Yeah. Yep. I just, yeah. Probably just maybe needed to, to have a few breaks earlier on in, um, yep. where just not on that pace, that constant pace. So, sure. um, but in saying that, you know, it's sort of pushing past that boundary and, and sort of trying to get to that next level. So um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so that no, nah, that yeah, that that was a good. And I and I think I still finished. Um, I can't remember. I think think I still finished around top twenty, maybe. Yep. Um. So that's you know that's that's always <laughs> With a thirty a good... minute lighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a um. <laughs> and I still qualified for the next year with that time. I think I think uh-huh. it was about five five hours thirty or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So so that that, that was uh, that's always good to do because some of the races, um, Dane, you've got to qualify that year before for the next year as well. Yeah. So yeah, you know you could be running, could be running well, but you might not uh, have done the right races. Have or... the right races or ran a qualifying time um for that um yep yeah so um uh, yeah there we go Um, yeah no that's a that's a great recap and that's given me an excellent insight as 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 to what what to expect out there yeah Um, yeah but yeah just before we like wrap up because yeah i'm just wary of of taking a lot of your time and i'm so so grateful of of your time ash but um i was just one i wanted to just um 
dive in just quickly. Um, how was that Sky Running uh, World Championship? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, oh look, yeah, what an experience. Um, Scotland, so, did you say? Uh, it was in Scotland. Yeah, in um, it was in a town called Kinglock, Leveland, um, which is um, uh, you've probably heard of uh, Glencoe, which is a mountain range in Scotland. Uh, or their biggest mountain in Scotland is uh, called Ben Nevis. Um, so it's it reaches uh, thirteen hundred and fifteen meters. Um, but um, they're very um. They're very uh, dry, or not dry, but not tree. They don't have trees on them, very rocky and, and wet grass, um, the mountains there. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, lots of um, bog and, and mud and, and just slippery grass and, and that. Um, yeah, so um, they had it. Uh, the, the race is called the um, – it's put on uh, by Solomon. It's called the um, Ring of Steel is the course. So the course okay. has is twenty nine um, kilometers long, and it has two thousand eight hundred meters of um, ascending and descending. So, it's no wonder you're so good at hills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you um, you you're basically um, climbing at twenty. It, most you climbs are roughly twenty percent. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um. Yeah, so it was sort of like um, I'd sort of found out about the, the sky running. Um, they do a Oceania team, so Australia and New Zealand um, mm-hmm. as combined team and the Sky Running Federation do the Sky Running World Champs every two years. Um, so previously, I believe it was in uh, – might have been – it was the Buff Epic, which might be in Spain somewhere. Um, yeah, but, um, you know, and then finding out um, making the, the team was, was, was awesome. So, How do you I make thought, the team? Um, so you do buy – they do do a, um, a, a – in Australia and New Zealand, there is a sky running um, series, basically. Um, okay. So it involves um, – Races like the one at the Cathedral Ranges, um, the Buffalo Stampede, um, and then a few in Sydney. So you've got uh, uh, you've got the Hounslow. Um, I can't think of the other one. Oh, uh, and then uh, I'm probably missing one here, Dane. Um, yeah, that's right. Uh, there's and there's a couple in New Zealand as well. So okay, there's the Mount Difficulty. And the ultra big easy, and I think one more, and it might have been shot over um, Moonlight Marathon, which is in Queensland, in the South Island. So um, basically, it's similar to, it's very similar to like your your track racing in a way as well that you um, get points um, by um, competing in these races, um, and if you've got the most points in that series, then they'll, they'll take you on. Or if you win a championship race, then yeah, you okay. get an a, a instant entry into the world champs race. Yep. Um, so I, for my qualifiers, um, there was a, my first qualifier to get recognition for the sky running was um, the a few years back they did a vertical K race out in Mount Donubuang, which um, was against the cyclists. I don't know okay. if you remember hearing that one. So the cyclists yeah. 
they rode up Mount Donabuang. Yeah. Um, and the runners ran ran up, but yeah. we we ran up a eight k trail. What gradient uh, was that? And it was about thirty two to thirty five percent. Okay. Yeah. So the race was, you know, it's a vertical k. So you in the eight k, you climbed over a thousand meters. Um, and, and so, yeah, so the cyclist hatches, they rode on the road, they did about, uh, 17 kilometers where we did about eight. So, um, I came, uh, fourth, I believe in that race. Mm -hmm. And I think I came like 12th or 13th overall, including the bike riders as well. So, yeah. (laughs) yeah, So that was pretty cool to beat, you know, some of the, the bike riders up, up there as well. (laughs) Yeah. And so then, when, so, when you're going up that, because that's that's pretty much how much we're going to climb at two bays, but you've done that in yes. 8K rather than 56. In, an, in 8K, yeah. <laughs> so, like, how, do you run up that or do you, do you yeah, do that power so, walk thing? Yeah, so um, with that race, yeah, look, I, I've sort of worked on and over the years of trying to run where I can. Uh-huh. Um, and look, you can, when it gets really steep and technical, you can hike faster, but also too, it's sort of, sometimes you've got to break it up. So you might run for, you know, just say 15 minutes and then hike for two minutes and okay. then run for 15 and then hike. Um, yep. So it's just really about that consistency. Yeah. Um, and the more that you just, um, just train and keep pushing yourself um the further you find that you you, you settle into a, a pace that you can sort of run Sustain or yeah yeah, yeah so okay. i found like um it, it kind of feels like at the start um that you're when you start going up the hill running kind of feels like oh i could probably walk faster but yeah it's actually not like it you you sort of your stride's a bit shorter your feet are moving a bit faster and, and I believe the heart rate isn't going as high where sometimes with the hiking, you're, you're extending your legs quite far. You're sort of overreaching. You, you're very much on, on your, um, putting a bit more pressure on your stomach and your ribs. Um, so yeah, if look, if you can, uh, practice and practice and practice, um, to build up, you know, those, those quads, um, um, and engage those glutes. Uh, I think that's you know what really um, helps power up up those hills. Sure. And um, yeah. So and then also too the thing that it's like you know if you went there, Dana's like you're like oh I'll just try and run up up the mountain. You know you could probably run you know fifty odd percent, sixty percent. But then when you throw a race. You're like, oh well, I can't slow down because yeah. lose positions. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, when, um, yeah. So in the in the race there, so that sort of gave me, um, because over the for the world champs they do a vertical K race, they do like a sky marathon. Um, so that could be anywhere from you know, 30-odd K to 50K, and then they do an ultra, which could be from anywhere from 80K to 160K. Um, Yeah, so they've got the three different um, disciplines. And you Um, did the 29, was it? So I did the 29, yeah. And um, and the, uh, I think it was, so I got a uh, a qualification from the vehicle K. I -hmm. came second at the um, shot over Moonlight Marathon, in New Zealand, so that was another one. So, what was that one like? Like, 
um, just because, like, I've got no idea about any of these trail yeah, races, yep. but, like, just, just quickly, like. Yeah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't, sorry if I'm dragging on a bit. Um, yeah, so the shot over, I think it is 42, 43K, and it has about 2,900 metres of accent and descent. Um, yeah, okay. So you pretty much, that course is... Um, over the the back in the mountain range behind um, Ben Lamont, and it, it's um it it's sort of a lot of farming land there um that uh, is only open for the race, and you're pretty much going up and down the these these mountains, um but with no trail, so you're just following little um little flags um or or posts, Jeez. and um. The, the hard thing with that race is that because there's not really much of a trail where sheep and stuff go up and down the mountain, they kind of make little tracks, but okay. you know, they just go all over the place. So yeah, yeah you got to have like, you got to have really good ankles because yeah, <laughs> you, sure. you know, it's very, um, it's very grueling actually. Um, yep. So, but it offers um, that where, see these sort of races, they, you'll climb, most of the time, uh, especially in Australia and New Zealand, you're sort of looking at climbing around five, 500 metres within 2K, within the K and a half. Okay. Um, so it's sort of, you know, at that sort of 30 to 40% gradient. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's sort of where you you try and you, you look at that climb, you look at the elevation of shot over and it's got basically two 1,000-metre climbs and then there's about 900 metres worth of ups and downs sort of throughout it. So it's good to look at that and, and then try and find like Donabuang, you know, you can climb 1,000 metres there. So, you know, I think in the race I did about 57 minutes um, for 8K with 1,100 metres. So yep. it's good to then using that knowledge is um, try and convert that into um yeah what you're going to do in the race so like yeah even though you you might say all right if i can do an hour of 15 for the first climb and maybe an hour 30 for the second climb and then it keep, helps you keep um a bit more motivated in the climb where yeah. you might want to hike a bit more where you could probably just push that little bit more and run yeah because normally after you get to the top of the climb it's a downhill so yeah a lot of the time um running downhill you're not using as much energy it's just a bit more about control and you know free falling basically um so you can sort of get your heart rate back down you can have relax a bit but at the same time you're gonna you know stay nice and nimble on your feet um so yeah it's sort of like that you know like a bike where you you're riding along and then you get to start getting to a slight hill so you sort of you move your turn leg turnover to cope with that and then you start getting downhill you slow your turnover down to push through there so it's sort of just yep. trying to measure on where the efforts are and and where you can push and and not and uh-huh. um yeah so it's it, it's good because with the if you ever want to get involved in this type of running you know they yeah. do have on the on the websites um they do have those elevation profiles on there and they'll show you um, the highest peak you'll get to. So in New Zealand, you can get up anywhere up to about 2,000 2, metres, 2,500 metres. Yep. Um, 
as you know, Falls Creek is about 1,600. Um, I think if you go right up the top, uh, the frying pan spur, it's about 1,750. Um, yeah. So it's sort of just um, it can give you a, a – it's like uh, a, another guide to reading a course map and, and knowing where to go or, um, you know, that if you, you look on your watch and it says that you're at 1,600 metres elevation – um, that's you. You know that you're probably not going to climb any higher because the mountains around there aren't, aren't that hot. You know, there's no bigger mountains than that. So it's another good tool with your racing and 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 your effort um, to know. Uh, you know, and you can work out the mass as well. So you might get a thousand meters up, and then you know that the top of the mountain sixteen uh, sixteen hundred. So you've only got another six hundred meter climb. So you might know, well, I won't push too hard now. I'll push hard in another 300 metres, you know, if you know yeah. what I mean, sort of. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so then, so, so that's sort of the best way i found with all the trail runs is just yep. sort of finding, like Facebook's been really good actually. So then just um, seeing, uh, meeting people in this, in the same uh, sort of interest and the races uh-huh. and then seeing what races they're doing and yep. just sort of looking up the pages um, on Facebook, um, most of them. And then you can look through the videos or the photos that have been taken from the race and, and that. And, um, yeah, it's just like it's, it's pretty awesome. It's very um, rewarding. You know, it's a very rewarding type of run. And, um, yeah, but but just back quickly to yeah. um to Scotland um yeah yeah so, how did yeah, you go? so I got um so I, I I did all right I um yeah. look I sort of we we were all at, at the start line there and there was guys like um I don't know if you've heard of Killian Johnette oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um and there's a few other yeah, he was in it as well was he yeah yeah he was in the race um there was a other guy, uh, Remy Bonnet, who's uh, another so- Solomon runner, who is who's great, um, uh, very fast, you know. And um, uh, Stan, I can't think of his last name, but yeah, just a lot of uh, a very strong European presence. Um, there was some American runners there. Um, Were there many they, Kenyans or? No, no, nah, yeah. not, not, um, nah, not like that's really yeah not no one that's really like a standout there might have been like running for their country or something but not like a real standout um, yep. name uh-huh. um then um but even in the 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 women are so oh, so strong you know and um yeah so we um so we sort of all lined up there and I thought and I got up not right in the front but to the front corner and uh was up there with uh, another friend, um, Ash Hoffman, who's from Melbourne. He was oh, yeah. on the team as well, yeah. Yep. And um, and another guy from Sydney named um, Dom Perry. So oh, yeah. yeah, we sort of we sort of snuck up, you know, in the front corner there, and and it took off. And I tell you what, you know, that first like <laughs> K on the road, it, it, you're running out of the town, and then you're just pretty much running towards the mountain <laughs> and um you know and it's sort of like the pace is around three minutes easy you know and everyone's like yeah it just and then we all filtered into this single track 
and just started going up these rocks and up this path. And, um, yeah, it was like everyone's just scampering up up over rocks and, and tree stumps and just yeah. going fields. And, yeah, and then you, you, we got um, – but I, I was going, like, pretty hard. Like, I was really giving it a good go. And uh-huh. I reckon we got – I probably got about oh, – I was probably – maybe around in the top 30. And by the time we got to the top of the first climb, I was still like I hadn't lost much. And then we hit the first descent. And this, now talking about how steep things are, this descent, you lost in 2.8 kilometres, you lost yeah. a 1,000 metres. So you went, you lost, yeah. So that's like oh, 50%. And I got to a point I was about quarter of the way down and I was ready to sit down my legs with jelly and, and it was so funny because the people in front of you and the people who were behind you they were about the same you know yeah but then you could tell like you're Scottish and you Europeans they they were just flying down the hill and okay. um they were just oh so they're good at that oh yeah just um just awesome at descending and and Dane, it's kind of like um, I think there's a pit, there's a picture, there's probably a picture on my Instagram, and it's like coming through the fog on a ridge. It was actually taken in the race, and you just look at it, it's all these sharp, jagged rocks, and there's just yeah. you know, hundred meter drops either side of you, and and these guys are just running, and 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 ladies are running down there like they're at the start of a 5k race you know like <laughs> just <laughs> no no care in the world they're just that that's as fast as you go you know and um <laughs> yeah yeah so we we hit the the bottom and i reckon i i reckon i lost about 100 positions <laughs> down the hill. but but it was it was funny actually because um when I uh, a friend I'd made, um, he's from the US named Ben uh, Robinson, and he runs for Ultra. And yep. his friends with, and another friend we made through that a guy named Hayden Hawk, who you might have heard of. He's been doing quite well in the Ultra scene. Um, okay, running um, some big. He was running for Hoka and now runs for for Ultra, I believe. Okay. Um, but uh, I yeah, sort of you know, was hanging out with them a bit and, and, yeah. and me and Ben were quite uh similar level. So I got to sort of stick with Ben most of the race, which was, which was great, you know, and, yeah. um, but you know, he's from the U S and, and technical, he, he's not that good at, and I'm all right at technical, but not really good at that, that really steep downhill. And, and, you know, we, <laughs> we were just laughing, <laughs> just falling over in the mud and, and the bog and, oh yeah, that that was funny and um yeah and then we got to um the next climb and you went through this um this river and um and you just you get through the river and you're just looking up and you're like i'm not going to the top of that are are you serious i'm going to the top of that like it was just straight up and and that was another like 3k for a thousand meters and um and up up just straight up, yeah, because yeah. that this next climb was another yeah thousand odd meter climb, and and I think it was about twelve hundred or something that by when she got to the top, and um yeah, and I just remember like just 
start hiking a bit, <laughs> then run, hike. And then you just look up and you can see the trail where it goes and it zigzags just up the mountain. Yep. And you can just time, just slightly see these little um, people, you know, you can just <laughs> yeah. look like little ants. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I, I tell you what, uh, a bit back earlier, I reckon I was about halfway up the first climb when Killian was at the top, I reckon. Like really? the guy was just, oh, just ridiculously fast. Like, okay. And so yeah. he won it, did he? Yeah, he did. So he yes. ran uh, three, just over three hours. I yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like just on five or something. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I did. I had a, a friend of mine, Ryan Carr, who's from New Zealand. Um, yeah. I came across him a bit later on into the race and he was, um, he was, was a bit out of it. He was okay. had blue lips and it was oh, really geez. cold and he had all that was his pretty cold. gear on. Yeah. He had all his gear on, but what I reckon was he, he had made the team and he'd got a fracture in his foot. So he wasn't able to train as yeah. well as he okay. wanted to. And yep. I believe that, um, that just sort of, as, yeah, just a bit underdone. And, and he just, he goes hard too. So uh, he probably, and once I'd given him, I just had some, some in my pack, I had some gels and, and, yep. and stuff. So I just pretty much gave him all the stuff I had because I, I was all right. And I was like, he need, it looks like he needs something. You know, like when you see yes. someone like blood sugar level go really low and they go very pale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So just sort of um, got caught up to him and, and that, and then, he put his, he had all his gear on. So I, I put my jacket on cause it was starting to get a bit cold and we're going across this ridge and then you're looking over to your left and there's this big black cloud coming and you're as high as the cloud and you're just like, Oh, please don't be a storm. Please don't be a storm, you know? And then the rain starts and then we're climbing up these bloody rocks to get up to this ridge. And Oh, I tell you what, it, it it's pretty, it's a pretty amazing though. Like, just to, when you're there, just to go, <laughs> what the hell am I doing? You know, just, yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of those moments, but then, oh, yeah. yeah, pretty amazing views. and Oh, um, yeah, yeah. They had um this year gone, because it's the Ring of Steel, it's only on in um, no, uh, November. Um, no, September, sorry. Um, so they had it this year, and I, I sort of looked at it because I still get all the emails and stuff. And they had um, clear skies. They had sun and they had and i thought it's scotland you know that's probably very rare to see um clear yeah. skies yeah and um yeah so um okay. that that was great and then yeah we uh, finished off and uh ryan got going again which was great and yep. i just remember like we got to the last downhill that uh was just so wet and muddy and and oh you just couldn't like it was so hard to stay on your feet it was that slippery <laughs> And then you'd go through the bog and you'd think it'd only be, you know, ankle deep and it's like knee deep. And then your leg gives out because it's just, you've got a shock on how far you've just fallen in. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a, uh, it was definitely a great experience. Um, and, oh, uh, sounds great. Like how did uh, the other boys go? Ash Hoffman? And yeah. Dom so Perry. Ash did, I think Ash did quite, Ash and Dom, they were very close to each other. Um, yeah. They were, I think we were actually, all of us were very close uh, most of the race. Um, yep. I think they were around in the 
maybe the top 80. I yep. could be, yeah, I think it was around about the top 80. Could could be a little bit higher. Um, yeah. But another guy, um, I don't know if you heard, Sam McCutcheon. So he's from in New Zealand. Um, he he did quite well. He did the ultra race and okay. he placed ninth. So, um, yeah, so he got uh, top 10. Um, at a world champs, which was which right, that's was a win to... win for the Anzacs. Yeah, and then he he actually ran a uh, road marathon last year, okay, uh, and ran two twenty three or two twenty four. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, so just to um to yeah, just because he yeah. I think he did a little bit of track and stuff, a little bit of speed work and um. But he's he's had some good results too. I think he's placed third at Tarawira, and I think recently run a couple of races over in Europe, um, which is which is awesome. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Um, and was uh, Jim Walmsley in the race? Or? Yeah. So um, no, Jim wasn't in in this race. Um, yeah. He, I don't think he does. He does more the trail races. So the okay. sky running's a bit different to the trail races because the sky running it it involves you have to start at the bottom of the mountain you have to get to the top and then come back so uh, okay. and i think the mountain needs to be over a thousand meters high to classify as a sky race yep. um where a trail race is normally just uh point to point or an out and back it's just not on the roads you know it's just on trails or yeah could, yeah could go around Whereas um, th- this sounds um intense like yeah, 30, 30 so, to 50 percent gradients yeah yeah and you yeah. pretty much if you yeah if you get a chance have a look just yeah. look on youtube and and you sort of put in the the sky running or um you can put in there's a pretty extreme one to video to watch is the matterhorn extreme so that's the one in in switzerland Okay. Um, at the at the Matterhorn, the mountain there, um, and that that one they've got some really good like helicopter footage of people just getting right up to the the knife's edge of the of one of the summits, and um, then just yeah, and you see the guys come down, and and a lot of those races too is you you actually will um, come down snow, so they Jeez. sort of yeah, you just slide down the snow, or run down <laughs> the snow because it's it's you know you're that high up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so we we uh, don't have these kind of inclines at two bays, do we? You've got no, me scared. No, no, <laughs> like Look, what? I, what would the most pressing gradient be up after oh, seat? Probably, like probably twenty percent, or the bit where you get, um, yeah, probably maybe not even. I think yeah, probably yep. about yeah, could be twenty percent where the stairs are. You know those like stairs that you get to just before you get to the top of that first climb from Dramano. Yep. Um, yeah, okay. So after you've sort of come off the road, hit the trail, um, and then it's a bit, yeah, that's probably, I think, the most steepest bit. I do know on, on the page, you know, everyone that does two bays, they talk about the stairs that are towards the end of the course. Yeah, um, like whether a 50K. You're running, yeah, whether you're running the 28K or you're running the 56. Um, yeah, I ran and, them at the end, um, on yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a bit of a pinch there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look in in a way too, you know, coming back from running, you know, sort of like it's very steep long climbs. Um, 
to uh, coming back to running a course like that, it does give you that little bit more confidence, you know, in yeah. the way of um, you just know that you're not going to be um, climbing for so long. Um, yeah. Which is, but then at the other end of that is that you will have a, a stronger turnover and pace. So it's, you know, yeah, so it's a bit faster, rhythm, bit more faster. Um, yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's um, awesome, mate. Well, like, yeah. no, I've, I've, I've kept you way too long. Um, nah, and no, you've, but like, it's been a great chat. Like, like yeah. you've um, filled me in on so much on, on the ultra slash trail, trail running scene. And like, I'm definitely more the wiser after chatting to you. So yeah, I'm so yeah. appreciative for your time. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else that like yeah. um, you'd want to say or um, yeah. No. That we, no. Yeah. No. Like, um, yeah. Look, um, no, look, look, like yourself, Dan, you know, like I, um, I think I, when did I first see your running? Might have been oh, back, maybe, if you want, did you win the Arthur's Seat? Oh, yeah, I won Arthur's Seat, yeah, a few, yeah, a few years back, yeah. Yeah, I think, I can't yeah. remember how I managed to, or it might have even been yeah. the Rosebud 10K. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. you know, yeah. I sort of noticed that, that, that of your running and sort of, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, what what's he do? Where <laughs> he do it? He do it so fast. So um, yeah, I've come from the other end of the spectrum. Like I yeah. sort of, um, I suppose, um, yeah, done it all on the track. Like done all the track and the yeah, roads, yeah, and yeah. and yep. then yeah, like definitely my first foray into sort of the trail now. But yeah, um, yeah, it's um, it's it's interesting how like you sort of started at the trails and then yep. then got more. In- same with Dion in a way, like got more yeah. interested in, um in yep. that in the track or the, um, the roads, um, after that. Yeah. De- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah Dan, so that's a great guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. That, that's another way I sort of met Dan, you know, like just heard of him, um, from his, some of his results and was like, Oh, how does he do that? You know, I would like to try and get faster and, and, yeah. and, and sort of catch up with him and, do some training and, and another friend of ours, um, Cameron Hall, that was a few years back. So, you uh-huh. know, we were able to do some, get some running in there, which is, which is great. And, um, yeah, just. And it's just uh, a snippet here and a snippet there. You just learn something off everyone, don't you? Well, yeah, um, that's it, isn't it? You know, and, and, um, yeah, that's it. And it, and it, a lot of it, you, you can, you know, runners can be quite stubborn, but a lot <laughs> of the time, um, yeah, <laughs> that, um, you'll go, uh, you'll learn the hard way and, and you won't think twice about <laughs> yep. doing that again. Um, <laughs> which, um, yeah, which is, um, which well, obviously in your profession, you'd, uh, you'd say that a lot. Um, oh yeah. That, that's, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, people are not able to curb their enthusiasm with running and, um, getting just launching in too, too fast, too soon. Like yeah. see it every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right, mate. Like, um, yeah. thanks for that. And, uh, yeah, like, like we said, like, um, if anyone's interested in fo- following you, um, uh, your Instagram's a pretty good follow. Like you've always got some good photos up. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, that, that was just, um, yeah, little, little Ash tra- trail boy, wasn't it? Yeah. Or just, um, type in, I think one a- Ashley Raymond Bennett or yep. Ashley Bennett. Um, I think it comes up like that yep. as well, but. Yeah, like yep. if anyone um, 
is uh, interested a bit more about um, about trail running or, or um, anything they, they find that I, I might inspire them or something. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. just um, drop us a message or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, or um, even uh, places to run. Like I, I try to get around everywhere. Um, so. Yeah, so. you've you've run quite a few places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to keep keep the uh, a nice broad, <laughs> yeah, running adventure happening. Um, yeah, no, nah, yeah. Uh, once again, uh, thanks for your time, uh, Dan. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we'll um no doubt catch up soon. Uh, yeah, down on the two bays course. Yeah, definitely. We've got to tee that up over the next um couple of weeks. Yeah, and and then uh. Yeah, it'll be good, and and you can see all the banter that will happen on the two base page that uh, Rowan and that will start because you're running now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that sounds a whole week of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> nice, mate. All right, all right, I'll catch ya. Sweet, all the best. Okay. All right, thanks, mate. Cheers, bud. All right, bye. A quick plug just to finish, I'm actually a running physiotherapist by trade, so I've been a physiotherapist since 2009, so a good 10 years now. I work from Southern Suburbs Physio Centre in Parkdale three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I also work from home in Frankston on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if you want to book in with me at Southern Suburbs, just go onto the Southern Suburbs website online or call 95842000. And if you want to book with me on at home in Frankston, then just go to my website and you can book online. Uh, a bit about my experience as a running physiotherapist, I've gone on the last six years of World Cross Country Teams. So that's an event that's on every two years. So I've done the last three versions of that um, as the physiotherapist for the Australian team at the World Cross Country. So the, last year I went to Denmark, I've been to Uganda and I've been to China with that team. I've also been to Flagstaff three times in 2015, 16 and 19 as a physiotherapist for um, a, a distance running camp funded by AFS Australia. Last year, it was mainly consisted of the Paralympic distance team that were con- training for the Doha World Championships. So I've had a lot of experience with elite runners and through my experience at the clinic, I have my caseload now is about 60% runners. So I've either seen most running injuries or had most running injuries myself. And so I I now am quite a competent running physiotherapist and I back myself in terms of, you know, most injuries and and knowing what to do and and diagnosing and, and, uh, yeah, so if you've got any running pains or troubles that are really getting you down, then don't feel afraid to give me a call. All right, that's enough from me. See you guys.